1: Hi everyone, it's Natalie Sean, it's Natalie Team. yes we're on Chatting with Nat, and today I have the honor of having singer-songwriter Karen Bella on today's show. Uh, Fishman endorsed singer-songwriter Karen Bella recently released her critically acclaimed self-titled six song ep which w- which was the number 30 album on the folk alliance international folk dj radio chart for march 2021 what as one of the hardest working artists in the industry bella performed live eight to ten shows per week in the tri-state area before the pandemic at notable venues including the rockwood music The Bitter End, been there, the Landmark Theater in Port Washington, the Great South Bay Music Festival, and the Philadelphia Music Festival. She also earned a VIP audition for the NBC's The Voice and was a Sam Ash music store spotlight artist. Bella is now actively promoting her album, performing COVID-safe shows, and looking forward to bringing her music to others looking for a little inspiration. Let's give a round of applause for Karen Bella. Hi, Karen. Hi. It's been a while since I talked to
2: you. Yes. How Um, long has it been, like two weeks,
1: three weeks? Yeah, I think at least, at least three weeks, I think. It hasn't been that long. How have you been? Yeah,
2: I've been all right, you know, uh, just trying to, to get out there and do do what I, I feel I do best, because <laughs> I, um, I always tell people I'm not good at anything else, so
0: <laughs>
1: I stick
2: to what I know.
1: <laughs> I am sure that you're great at like,
2: many things. I believe that. Yeah, you know, I'm good at making eggs.
0: Oh, okay. And this is coming
2: from someone who used to be a vegan, and then I started eating eggs again um, after I got over COVID because my body started craving certain things. So I'm mm. listening to it, and uh, and I'm trying to make eggs in a way where I don't really feel or see the eggs. So I just, like, put a lot of different vegetables and onions and um, – And a lot of cheese. (laughs) I like the way that you put that in the way that I don't see the egg. Yeah, it's 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 weird when you cover it with a lot of different things and you scramble it up. It kind of makes the intensity of the egg less. And you, uh, I don't know, I I find eggs a little gross, especially uh, wanting to go back to being vegan. But uh, you know, I'm enjoying the eggs as much as I can and feeling better day by day since I got over COVID. So it's a process. And that's how we start a show. We talk about eggs.
1: Well, there you go. That's right. We're talking about eggs because eggs, I love eggs, and I eat hard-boiled eggs, and we're on the same boat where um I'm not a vegan, but uh, I don't cook. So uh eggs are <laughs> – boiled eggs are one of the easiest, or fried eggs are omelets are some of the easiest things to make. So I'm with you on that. Um, have you done any more live streaming since we've had it with you?
2: I haven't done really live streaming. I've done more live performances. And I actually just found out a few days ago that um, besides being on uh, number 30 on the Folk Alliance International uh, Folk DJ charts at um, – as I said before, number 30. I found out for the second month that the record's been out. It stayed in the top 40 and is at number 36. So I'm pretty happy about that.
1: Uh, you should be. I would be. That's awesome. Congratulations. Well, I mean, it's
2: pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. Because my music isn't really folk, um, but right. there seems to be, there seem to be DJs that like to venture into different genres, which I, super appreciate and for any artist who's just folk influenced but not pure folk it feels really good you know what I'm saying
1: I hear you I feel you and I get you I understand um so yeah what? how have you been doing since we spoke me oh, I've been dealing with a lingering effects of COVID um oh no yeah i have having so I got covid in December early December well, officially okay. they said I got in uh December ninth and then I started uh to get the symptoms December sixteenth um, but ever since I've had it, it's just been one thing after the other, like I have the brain fog, um I have the tiredness um I have headaches from time to time. And let me tell you something about hot flashes. I mm-hmm. have never, like yes, I'm going through hot flashes. Um, you have never in your life, and you're you're too young at this point, but had hot flashes like this. My my body was literally on fire. Fire. I didn't sleep oh. for two months straight. Oh God. My, when I say I say fire. Like, I had the AC on, the fan on. I was sleeping naked, hand in water, uh, wet cloth on my neck. Didn't do a thing. For two months, I I didn't sleep. And I was just like, oh, my God, what is this? What is this? What is this sensation? I thought I was dying to the point that I went to the doctor because I'm like, and, and I didn't know that it had any relation to COVID. And it just so happens that I talked to a lab technician. That went through the same thing. She got COVID. She was going through hot flashes. He says, yes. What COVID did is it heightened all of that. And I'm, cause I said, I thought I was going crazy. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't concentrate, anything like that. Um, it was hard to talk. I was just like, I had to go to bed. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know who I am anymore. Um, and then I guess after the six weeks, uh, w- one or two weeks after that, it just stopped. One night I was just like, wait a minute, I'm not sweating. I'm not, like, on fire. What's going on with this mess? Um, it. I've had a lot of up and downs. I've had a hair loss that I'm trying to deal with. Um, I just, oh, my I, God.
2: You know, that that is so crazy. Uh, it, I think it's good that we're talking about this because people are dealing with a lot of similar things, as am I. And yeah. to speak about this, and we can talk about me in a little bit but to speak about the effects that, that one virus can actually change your day-to-day life and yeah. affect you in so many different ways given your immunity and your body, I'm sorry you're dealing with that. And um, I hope that it, it goes away as time goes on, which is what it seems to be doing with most people.
1: It It is, but there, there's, you know, uh, the, the problem is a lot of people or a lot of the information that we're getting, they're still unsure about the whole thing. Like even with getting the vaccine, they don't know how long uh, the vaccine is going to last. This is going to protect you or try to protect you against, uh, against COVID. Because um, I read yeah. that if you had the lack of taste and smell, that can actually stay dormant in your brain for however long and come back. Um, with the hair loss, they said it was like, um three three months after a person's had COVID, you can have hair loss. So I've had that I've had the bulk of it. I didn't have to go yeah. through
2: I'm going through the hair loss phase now. I'm starting to see more shedding than usual.
1: Yeah. It's just and, and people just people just don't get the whole getting the COVID thing. And there's some people that didn't have any symptoms and they went on their merry way, um, but now that I've gotten both shots of the vaccine, what's been happening is that I'm getting the hot flashes again. It's not as severe, but I'm getting very hot at night, and I w- I didn't have that for the longest time until I took the vaccine. And so when you get the vaccine, it's almost like they're giving you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's like triggering the the issues yeah. a little bit. I totally yeah. understand. I, I'm just getting over the second vaccine myself, and um, you know, as, as you're a singer as well, and as vocalists mm-hmm. we don't we really don't want to get this virus again because it's just so oh. damaging on different levels.
1: Now, let's talk about Karen Villa. All right, a, a more positive thing. Um, I mean, yes, a more positive thing. For those that were not able to see the Instagram live, although they can watch it anytime they want, um, how would you describe your music? I would
2: describe my music as something for everyone. So um, my music basically represents all the things that I grew up listening to, all the different genres, mm-hmm. like a gumbo which is delicious because you throw all these different ingredients in there right. and you're like, oh, I can taste all these different flavors and sometimes I taste more of this flavor than the other. So, like, for example, the record opens up with a song like Fly, which kind of reminds you of, like, the classic rock with a little bit of funk with um, with some 90s alternative in there. And then you have another song, uh, the next song, "India," which kind of feels like Joni Mitchell meets today's alternative rock pop and then you have Needle in the Hay which is like Beatles meets John Mayer meets folk so and you know there there's uh, about three more songs in the record but the cool thing is, is that there's also tiny elements of R&B in there there's tiny elements of country so Jack Honey has more country and alternative rock in there than any song in the record and I think that it's a wonderful way to present yourself, to be like, all the songs are connected. They all sound like me, but the, there's more of this genre in, the, in this song than in the next song. So if you don't really like country, then you listen to something like Needle in the Hay. It's not country. You know what I'm saying? But it's a little folky. Right. Um so yeah, that's how I would describe it as something for everyone.
1: That's awesome. You are awesome. I love music that's good for everyone. Um what where where when was the moment or what was the moment where you were like, "Whoa, I need to get into this music industry thing. This is my passion."
2: I actually didn't want to be a singer growing up. I mean, I was doing it because I enjoyed doing it on my own, but I didn't want to do it because that meant I had to do it in front of people. And I was so afraid of singing in front of an audience no matter what size because my entire body would freeze up. My throat would close in on me. I would choke and I would be horrible. But in my room, I was fine. So it wasn't really until I was in my uh, late teen, teenagehood, like I would say maybe 17, that I really started to consider doing it. Prior to that, I was like, oh, I'm going to be an actor. I want to be an actor because right. I wasn't getting choked up because I didn't have to sing. Um, right. And then it took me like another another 10 years to really keep myself together, perform in front of people, get used to the nerv- nervousness, and mm-hmm. find a way to conquer Most of it, at the end of the day, we love what we do and we have to show people that we love what we do in the same way that we show it to ourselves that we love what we do. And also, I believe that singing is a form of connecting to your soul and your soul connecting to, to that channel that's beyond what we can see. Um, Mm -hmm. that we more feel than anything and that's a scary thing to connect to because it's it's a very you get into that zone so it's a very intense experience so I think that's one of the reasons why I was so nervous to do that in front of people because I didn't understand how to do that
1: I get it I understand I mean when I yeah I'm just like you I didn't even think I was going to be in the music industry even though I come from a uh, family, as a family of singers. Um, I used to think, Oh my God, I'm like, how am I ever going to get on a stage and perform in front of people? That's that's not happening. Until one moment, I was <laughs> I'm just, i gonna have fun up here. They're just gonna love it, and that's it. You know, I'm not gonna care what people think. This, that, and other. I'm just gonna do my best. And that's actually how I've been able to perform on stage because you gotta get rid of that fear by just saying, You know what? I'm just gonna be me. They're going to either love it or like it, but I'm going to do my best. I'm bringing out love to the audience, and that's it. That's all you can do.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, you just do it.
1: You just do it. That's right. What do you love most about being an artist?
2: I love being able to release the feelings that I have inside that's, like, eating me. Right. And I love that I can release it in a healthy way. So some people like to release it by doing martial arts. You know, they have that anger and frustration or whatever. And I like to release it doing music because it seems like the most natural form to express myself outside of talking. Um, It's a way to kind of give that feeling or that phase of life or that story a theme song. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's therapeutic and I'm sure that you feel the same way.
0: Yes.
1: Yes, definitely. Um music has so much power. We can make a difference in other people's lives and we can use it for ourselves to express, yeah, the emotions that we're feeling that day, whether we're happy, sad, angry, you know, joyful, want to choke somebody. Um, we can just let it
2: out <laughs> like really hard, choke them really
1: hardcore, and just let it out through song, and just ah, and then you let it out. I, I for me, I think it's one of the great uh, release. Uh, the way that I release things and the way that um I get rid of stress out of my life is really focus on music. Even if I'm not singing, I'm doing something with music, or I'm helping somebody with music. It is. a... Mm-hmm. Stress releaser. Um, I'm a person that loves helping other people, and I- I'm thankful for the the gift of the voice to be able to vocalize things through music. Because my God, oh, there's so yeah. an effect with our music, and some of the messages that I get, I'm just like, okay, I'm on the right career path. Every time I say, okay, I'm not doing this music stuff anymore, I will get an email or a call from somebody saying, oh, I really love this song, blah blah. blah and I'm like, okay. I'm hearing you, you and how it affects
2: them. Just because you needed to release that from yourself, it can actually affect them um, for the better, get them through a period in their life, or or through uh, something traumatic or something beautiful. You know, and and I know your songs are very heavy, even though I don't understand. Um, Mm -hmm. I know you sing in different languages, um, but the melodies themselves are just so beautiful that alone can have a wonderful effect on someone.
1: No. No. True, true, true. And thank you very much. Um, what's one You're
0: thing
1: you thank you. what's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career?
2: I wish that I knew that mm. I, 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 that's the only thing that comes to mind because I mean, as life goes on you learn different things and you go, Oh, you I I was supposed to do it that way. Or, oh, this is what I have to do now? Or, Mm. oh, my God, there's so much work involved. There's so much money you need to invest in yourself. I wish that I knew ahead of time that I had that confidence of, I can do it. I can do anything. I am capable of it. Because I always grew up thinking, I can't live on my own. I can't Mm. afford to pay my own bills. I can't do this. You know, I can't learn how to play the guitar. I can't sing that way. I think that if we had a different perspective and we go, I can do this. Right. I don't know how, but I know I can.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Most of the time, I think, everybody's like that. They're just like, Okay here's this and I have to do it, but I don't know if I can do this. How am I going to do this? Especially when you're a lot younger, you think about all these things and you're just like, Oh my God, when I have an apartment, you know, how am I going to do that? And bills. Oh my gosh. How am I going to get that? I wish, I wish I had never seen a bill, but it came into my life anyway. Um, But I've managed um, and you've managed and everybody manages. It's just amazing. The thought processes that come to us as we, try to get into different types of careers. Um, and I think that comes up for yeah, every for sure. Um, So I'm going to play your song, Jack, honey. And thank you for the description that you sent me. So I'm going to just read this. Um, it's a mid tempo song about intimacy, Nashville like country with alternative rock styles using slide guitar drums and a positive fun bar vibe. This is the most commercially produced song on the EP. Her goal is to have it in Jack Daniels commercials. Yeah, someone I love. <laughs> and I was left with a void. But I remember the beauty of everything we experienced. He was the type of guy that had a kick that a, that had a kick to him. He had it all: looks, money, and a bad boy charm like Billy the Kid. But he had a good heart. I think when we lose ourselves in, in someone, we are willing to mold ourselves to what we think they want. Amen to that. As mentioned in the lyrics, I'd be your pistol switch, the things we do for love. Jack Daniel's honey whiskey was the drink he used to introduce me to, and the drink I associate with him always. And just like that, and just like a shot of whiskey, I wanted a shot with him, a shot of something real. My God, this is a point. I need to do something like this. All right, let's have a word (laughs) from our sponsor, and then we'll play the song. Hi, it's Jordan and Madison,
2: and we're J Madison, Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single down now on Spotify.
0: Your Pretty Blue as a vacant sky. in the old I threw all my life and every the color resided as I did when I got to see. Behind the minted the cracks in the walls I kept the secret of your youth's
1: boozy. I got some booze vibe in there. <laughs> I like I like your thing where you where you sent me that has all the explanation of the song. I need to do something like that. See, you can learn from other people, people. Um That's right. That's right. Okay. Now I'm gonna ask you this question here. Sure What is something that you tried to do. It didn't pan out. And what did you learn from it?
2: Oh, man. What is uh, Brazilian (laughs) Jiu-Jitsu? I did it for two months. (laughs) I didn't wear a mouthpiece. And my jaw kind of like did a cracky crack, but nothing happened to my jaw. Uh, I literally feel like I just learned how to. Roll on the floor with people smaller and bigger than I am, and that I am just not a fighter. Uh, and, and not that it teaches you how to fight; it teaches you how to defend yourself and to get out of tricky situations if somebody comes at you. And right. uh, I'm I'm just too gentle. Even though I'm am a tall girl, <laughs> I'm a big girl, but I'm I'm just too gentle. So I, I appreciate the time and getting a, a yellow belt in it in the two months. Right. And I had A, a great uh, instructor. Um, but it just wasn't for me. So that's something that I tried. I learned something from it, but it right. it was just not built for myself. <laughs> what
1: about you? Me? Um, something that I tried and it didn't pan out. Um life, no. Um I'm still, working <laughs> on, still working on the life thing. Actually that, that's a very good question. Well, um, I was with my job for 15 years. It didn't pan out after 15 years, and now I'm not working there anymore. <laughs> so I've, I've, Yay! Yay! Uh, I've decided to focus on music. Uh, I mean, there was re- several reasons why I left, but, you know, they wanted to go back into the office, and I was, like, having anxiety because of the whole COVID thing, and I'd been working from home, and... Mental. I actually started seeing a therapist because of it and I um just it wasn't feasible with everything that I was dealing with with COVID and stuff like that I was just like no it's best that I don't come back let me focus on the music I need to focus on something that I love really love doing and I I did lo- I did like my job there's certain aspects of it that I loved um and I'm going to miss those things but I have to focus on me because one of the things that also with the hair loss is um my doctor is like, you're probably under a lot of stress. So, um and I can't afford yep. that in my life anymore. So not that the music won't drive you crazy, but um I can manage that to a certain degree. Um, What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours?
2: I think that we spoke about this when we had our live Instagram yeah. and I'm Going to say a similar thing, which is if this is something that you wake up, go to sleep to mm. uh, throughout the day while you're sleeping, dreaming, thinking everything that has to do with music, your career in music, your next step. Uh, and and of course, obviously, you're going to take like breaks from it because we're human. Right. But it's basically like if you wake up and this is the first, first thing you think about and you go to sleep mm. and this is the first thing you think about before you go into dream world, this is something that you should be doing. This is a lifestyle, it's yes, a, an everyday thing. And you are CEO of fill in the name of artist here. So if if you really, if you are really obsessed with music and this is all you want to do and this is all you think about, go for it. It's not an easy road. It's not easy for me. It's not easy for you. But I would say go for it. If this is not something that you want to change your life for and have mm-hmm. a certain lifestyle, I would say this should be your hobby.
1: Amen. Amen. Preach it. I uh, hear you. Um, what are the best resources that have helped you along the way? Uh,
2: Good friends. Mm. Good friends who have experience in this field, who understand what it's like to be someone who, who, doesn't want to be heard, meaning Mm. someone who will be like, oh, I I don't know who you are, so I don't want to give you a chance. Or someone who came from just a regular home, even if it was filled with music lovers,
0: Mm -hmm. to
2: all of a sudden having some level of success and them going, I see myself in you. So So other musicians who are my friends, whom I've worked with and whom I haven't worked with that have, genuinely helped me and guided me um and become mentors and even that's even including vocal coaches you know
1: right. 100% correct and i think that i agree with you i have a couple of friends that have been a great resource just being just being there just being there um because there are a lot of tough times with this music stuff and the, and especially during the pandemic it's just been really cray cray um, who are the three people who have been the most influential to you? As m- music artists? Um, it could be any anybody that's been influential to you. It doesn't have to be music artists. It's whoever you think that has impacted you the most in regards to at least your music career. Well, I will definitely
2: say uh, the, the – three top people that have been very influential to me is of course uh, my my mother. I'd like mm-hmm. to make it like one person just say my parents in okay. whole because that is the basis of how you learn a lot of things is from your parents whether it's good or bad. So um and and I'd like to think that my parents are mostly good, you know, and and, and to um I I even say that Whatever flaws they have, I consider it good because it's a learning experience. But I, I was very blessed. Two would be Barbara Streisand because mm-hmm. she's one of the first reasons why I wanted to be a singer. And it's not just because she's a singer. It's mm-hmm. because, A, she's a woman, and I relate to being a woman, so I, I connected with that with her. Right. And that she was someone that wasn't considered the typical beauty but she had a talent and so I was the girl that nobody chose to be their partner that nobody wanted to be friends with because of how I looked that I was different from everyone else people made fun of my appearance and my this and my anything that you can think of they made fun of so I related to kind of being that person that she represented which is I'm different looking but I'm really good at what I do and that's how I felt as a kid so so she's number two, and then number three. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I, I I don't I I really don't know. I I want to say mm-hmm. maybe just a collective of all my friends and mm. mentors because there's so many. Right, I, I consider them almost one because. Uh, I mean, essentially, if you want to get really deep, we are all one, right? But all these individuals that create one energy uh-huh. have defined who I am today because birds of the feather flock together. Who your friends are, who the people you surround yourself with is who you are and who influences you. So um, it's all of that. I know I'm kind of like breaking the rules here and cheating a little bit, but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You can say what you feel. It's okay with me. You can um, do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. That's right. And I love the fact that um, you chose Barbara Streisand because I absolutely love her. I fell in love with her um, uh, when I watched the movie Yentl. And I keep saying I need to watch that again. Um, yeah, I
2: remember you said that last time. Yeah. and And it's not just her voice. It's like it's her passion. Yeah, that woman.
1: She's she's just amazing. I mean, even in the past six years, you know, she wrote a she wrote a song about you know the man that shall not be named. (laughs) And (laughs) Voldemort. Yeah, Voldemort. And she follows her conviction. She does not care. If she feels something, she'll sing about it. She'll talk about it. She's a very strong, empowered woman, and I can understand why anybody would follow her or see her greatness. And on the sidebar, I don't know why anybody picked on you because you're a very beautiful woman. So you know what? Screw them. Um, you know.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. No,
1: no, no. I don't wish. I don't wish
2: the, the, those individuals harm anymore. I I used to. I used to be like, I hope they have a plane fall on them. But
1: <laughs> I don't wish that anymore. <laughs> Honest, that's honest. I like that. Um, but what I'm saying when I say screw them, it's more about you know, when people bully you or say nasty things to you, it's always something about themselves. It's not really anything about you. It's just it's jealousy. It's like they or they're going through their own personal demons and they don't know how to deal with anything. So they lash out at other people. Listen, people have done that to me all all of my life. So understand where you're coming from. And at those moments, yeah, you do think about horrible things happening to those people. And as you grow, you're just like, you know what? You just pray for them or you just say, um, I forgive them and you move on. But those people still need they have a lesson to be learned, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to play your song, San Andreas. And let me read this one. Slow temple, epic feel, a dreamy sounding song about betrayal and love using the San Andreas fault line as a metaphor for their shattered world with drums and electric acoustic guitar as well as ethereal sounds. Anyone who's ever been deeply betrayed by a significant other experiences their whole world shaken and ruined. I'm not sure I will ever experience a love like this ever again. Everything I ate, smelled, and saw felt like I was in another world when we were together. A world filled with an indescribable beauty. But this man was simply my own personal fault line. Every part of me fell through the cracks that he created beneath me. Every turn I made left me at a dead end. The ground was too shattered to stand on. Yet with dissemination, you can learn. You can be bolder. And you know that one day they will have to face the consequences of their actions. The lyrics state, lying in your soul, you'll face the consequence when you're old. When that moment comes where we see our lives flash before our eyes, will you look back at your actions with regret? Will you show resentment? Will you repent?
0: That was so beautiful,
1: um thank you. I you ever thought about writing a
0: book? me
1: yeah,
2: are you,
0: you're uh, the,
2: you're, <laughs> you. <laughs> am I the only one on this
0: line? <laughs> 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 okay,
2: uh, yeah. no, I don't hear voices. No, I don't yeah. hear voices other than my thinking voice um, i I guess one day. I can see myself writing a book. I'm not in that mode right now, and I don't know if it would be, oddie, you know, like a biography type of book of my life and my journey, or if it would be something that's uh, fiction. So it really depends what what mode I'm in. Uh, I tried writing a story once, and it didn't really work well because it didn't really fit together, and I it was so it was too much. But I do believe that if I really want to, I can do it, which goes back to when you asked the question of what do you wish you knew, <laughs> you know, in the beginning of your journey? And it's, uh, I can do it. It just depends if it's something that's meant to happen and if I get into that mode.
1: Uh, the... Cats are stepping on something. Uh, what, the reason I ask that, uh, question is based on uh, the descriptions of the songs. <laughs> they're so well written. In fact, you could, if you could probably put all of them together and have one book. This, I mean, it's there. Oh, it's, it's very compelling. The way that you've described each song, I'm like dead serious. That's why I asked you the question. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Because you could have a book of short essays. You could. Uh, You could write a romance novel. I mean, that's why I was just like, hmm, I wonder if she would Oh,
2: thank you. Yeah, you know, um, in junior high, well, first of all, I had uh, a a lovely team help me out with putting a lot of my information together. And so they would recommend, hey, uh, write track descriptions. And I would say, oh, okay. And they would send me an example. And then I would kind of see what people have written. And then I would say, well, what would I want someone who's never heard the song to mm-hmm. know about the song? So hmm. I would write what I felt, and then they would kind of like, you know, edit some things. Like instead of using five words in in one sentence, why don't you use three words and it will describe the same thing? So little small edits were made, and some spelling mistakes because I do have a spelling problem, and um, and so it, it was more a little bit of a collective sing to do these track descriptions, but yes, um, junior high really shaped me as a writer from uh, one of my teachers who passed away a couple of years ago named Mr. Rice, and he taught us description words and similes Mm -hmm. and metaphors, and that stuck with me.
1: I mean, even if you did have a team put together, I think a lot of the ideas came from you, damn it. So... (laughs) Oh, thank you. Yes,
2: yes, they did.
1: They did. Okay. All right. So I know what I'm talking about when I say Karen Bellish should write a book. Um, <laughs> 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 you got awesome. That's um, just, just amazing. Um, wow. Yeah, we should do that. Um. All right. Well, tell our audience uh, where they can find you on the internet. Well.
2: You can go to karenbella.com. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't going to do that all in a <laughs> You can go to karenbella.com. It's all traditional spelling. And on there, there are links to all my social media. So, for example, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, it's all at Karen Bella Music. Again, all traditional spelling. And uh, even SoundCloud, it's soundcloud.karenbella but on my webpage, KarenBella.com, there is a music link on the top portion of the menu and videos and all that good stuff and the latest updates and news and things like that. It's, I think you guys should check it out.
1: I think everybody should check it out because why? Because you're awesome, awesome,
0: awesome. And I love. And I make
1: really great eggs. And you make really great eggs. That's right. That's that's That's, that's, that's <laughs> important thing that everybody should take away from this conversation <laughs> is that Bella makes really great eggs. So you have to follow her. You have to listen to her music. You're, you'll just, you'll be forever intrigued, not only by her egg making, but by her beauty <laughs> and by her songwriting and her voice, which is so amazing. Everybody go and find her. And if you did, don't remember what she said, just Google her, Karen Bella. You can go to www.karenbella.com, and you'll get everything. Thank you so much, Karen. Um, it's always an honor and a pleasure to talk to you. I'm always enlightened um, with everything that you have to say. Um, and I hope that your COVID problems go away, just like mine. I hope they go away someday soon. Um, and that, you know, we're Amen. ready to we're ready to partay and perform out there in the real world very soon. We're getting there. Amen to that. So I hope you have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. And everyone, this was Chatting with Nat with singer-songwriter Karen Bella. Until next time. Love